Well, welcome to another episode of Beer, Baseball, and Vines. We're trying something a little bit different today. Uh, two things. Number one, we're trying our first attempt at a Zoom conference call. I'm not sure how that'll come out, but we're going to try it. And this is our first time connecting with one of our special customers in Seoul or near Seoul, South Korea. Uh, Richard Kim is with us here today. Hi. So I'm Steve Carpenter, Chief Supply Chain Officer for Yakima Chief. And I'm Joe Catron, the Director of Operations for Yakima Chief Branches. And this is, uh, again, another episode of Beer, Baseball, and Vines, where we talk about mine and Joe's favorite three subjects, baseball, beer, and hops. And uh, Richard, welcome to our podcast. It's great to see you all the way. We discussed this a little bit earlier, but it's uh, 10 o'clock Thursday morning there in uh, Korea. And uh, it's, uh, what, about 6 o'clock in the evening on Wednesday here in the U.S. So welcome to the show. How are things in uh, Korea? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nice over here in Korea. Uh, things have been improving a lot uh, considering the virus. Uh, sure. We have been, I think, showing really good social distance and uh, keeping the curve pretty flat. And I think uh, we have very low casualties over here. And so people are starting to enjoy their lives. We're trying to start opening schools these days. I think recently high school students have uh, gotten back to school. That's fantastic. Uh, and and Richard, you are with Playground Brewing. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about how you started your brewery and how you came up with the name and uh, the type of beers that uh, you're brewing there. So um, the play uh, the brewery that I that I own and uh, start up uh, started up in Korea is name is Playground Brewery. Um, I uh, started, I had a, I've, I've been a long fan of beer and food for quite a while and uh, I wanted to have something different and more uh, sophisticated kind of way and uh, have more choices for people. So I decided I wanted to pursue a career in this area. And then uh, luckily I got into brewing. I started learning how to brew um, in Michigan um, at a brewery called Jolly Pumpkin and yeah and i started to uh they they helped me a lot um and uh they also helped me actually open open up the brewing in south korea so uh after that we've been starting to make beers uh that are very localized um so some beers don't have any uh genre in the bjcp we have a 7.6 abv lager uh which is uh, customized for the Korea, Korean customers because Korean customers drink like fish. <laughs> and uh, Gotta love them. Yeah. And uh, we uh, also do a lot of IPAs. Uh, and that's probably why we were the first ones to actually do that live uh, wet hop version with you guys. Yeah, that was quite a project. And uh, Joe Catron on this end is very instrumental in uh, the first stage of that journey and uh joe i don't know if you remember this but we got some fresh hop octanum hops from peralt farms and i'm sure you may have had a little bit of something to do with uh starting those on their journey which as i understand it it was about 31 hours from the hop field 
at least to Korea and then probably a little bit more time before we got it to your brewery. But tell us about the front end of that, Joe. Yeah, it was, uh, I had, I, I had, I played a direct hand in that. It was, it's, uh, you know, everything fresh hops is, uh, is kind of my responsibility, one of my responsibilities during harvest. So uh, something I'm really passionate about and love participating in. So uh, when, when Jim and, and Mike approached us about getting some fresh hops to Korea, at first I had to pause and say, are, are you serious? And they said, yeah, we're, we're going to do it. We're getting it cleared with the customs. And I said, okay, well, let me know when you need them and I'll, I'll make it happen. Um, and so that was, that was really cool that on our end, you know, we, we uh, fulfill a lot of fresh up orders for a lot of our U.S. customers. And it's uh, something we all look forward to collectively uh, throughout the year. So this was something a little different and uh, actually was able, Richard, I, uh, you sent some beers uh, for us to, to brow and I was able to try, try the beer you guys made and uh, super impressed. It's a, uh, Fresh hop beers are really a uh, really difficult style, um, as a lot of a lot of the brewers out there know. Um, and for you guys, kind of that your first crack at it, I was really impressed by how that beer turned out. I mean, thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a very difficult process. Uh, we had the hops, I think, in within forty eight hours all at the brewery when we started brewing. So that was pretty impressive. No, we, uh, when our customers challenge us to try something new, we're probably not very shy about trying it. And uh, that was quite a project. And when I first heard about it, uh, I talked to our logistics team uh, and, and hats off to Dane and Tyler and, and Vita on the logistics team for, for setting that all up. Um, and those, if I remember right, Richard, they went into a double IPA called Big and Certain Hoppiness. Is that the yes. beer they went into? That's that's yeah. exactly right, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Joe got a chance to try some. I I, I don't remember, uh, I was at Brow, but I don't remember getting a chance to try it. Uh, how was the beer, Joe? Yeah, I think there was just a, a couple there uh, and it had the, had the YCR, had some good uh, uh, logos on there for the Yakima Chief brand as well. And, you know, speaking about tandem, Steve, that picture behind you there with your great, great oh, or great, great, great grandpa that, there. That's um, my son, Tyler. Oh yeah. It does look like Tyler. That's, that's to be true. Um, yeah. But yeah, tandem is named after the first place where the Carpenter family started uh, raising hops in the Yakima Valley here. So that's obviously a special hop for, for Steve and his family and then the Yakima Chief supply chain collectively. That's a, uh, one of our favorites for sure, a classic, but something we uh, we really, really love still. Yep. And uh, Jason Lee was also instrumental in helping get that set up, worked with uh, Jim Lambert on our team to make it happen. So uh, um, yeah, it was quite a challenge, but I'm, I'm glad, you know, the we just played a small part in that, Richard. You're the one that pulled it together and made a fantastic beer. So congratulations, let's, uh, let's try it again next year. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Um, I, I still remember uh, it was very different because all every all the brewers realized what real um, like what fresh hops smell like. I think that's something that the Korean audience didn't have a chance because there's not a lot of like uh, hop farms over here, and even if they were, uh, they're not commercial hop farms. So I think. Um, just the flavors. I think originally we were supposed to try to do it with like mosaic uh, fresh hops, mm -hmm. 
but then um, like the schedules changed and we got Atinum and like Atinum was a hop that that nobody used in Korea and everybody heard about it that it was a little bit old school so we decided to design the beer to be very old school we designed it a little bit malty um, it wasn't it wasn't one of those dry hops like super hazy beers it was more like a very old school um, IPA that you know maybe maybe in the early like mid 2000 um, we would drink something like that and everybody enjoyed it sold out within like three three to four weeks which is pretty fast for us um and uh i I think people really enjoyed the 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 bubblegum kind of flavor that it gave out this nice bubblegum kind of flavor and uh everybody really enjoyed it that's great like i said richard uh for a lot of us hop, hop growers and people in the industry uh, you know, the Fresh Hop Ale Festival is really the culmination of our season. It's right on the heels of harvest kind of finishing. And, and a lot of us that are intimately involved with getting fresh hops out to the brewers, it's really nice to be able to taste all those fresh hop beers. And I tell you what, man, I'm not not blowing sunshine. It's it's a tough style to make. And I've tasted a lot of uh, <laughs> less than delicious fresh hop beers. And uh, you know, the one you guys produced was outstanding. Thanks. Thanks a lot. We uh, really tried hard. It was a uh... We had like this obligation to make a, a good beer because it was shifting 50 hours. <laughs> if, we, if we mess this up, there's a lot of people looking at us. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. We put a little are, bit more extra input in there. Yeah, yeah. The logistics team um, calculated that those hops from the farm to the brewery travel 5,345 miles, and. Yeah, I can do the math. I could probably figure out kilometers really fast, but uh, they went a long ways to go into uh, a really good beer. So uh, congratulations to the whole team for pulling that that one off. Um, you know, and your brewery is right outside of Seoul, right? Yes, it's on the outskirts of Seoul. So uh, okay. maybe, maybe about like um, what, what we'd say Bellevue is from Seattle. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not too far. And yeah. hey, I mean, one thing you guys have in Korea right now that we don't have in the U.S. yet is a baseball season. And yeah. that's one of the reasons that we called is to uh, find out, uh, gosh, what does live baseball feel like? <laughs> and um, uh, I, I know the Koreans have a, a, a very... Uh, a very good league and uh some of the u.s players go there to play and some of the korean players i know the seattle mariners had a player by the name of Deho lee that played yeah. for him a couple of years ago uh and uh, we thoroughly enjoyed Deho. he was a fan favorite but uh what's what's Deho. baseball like <laughs> <laughs> nice. what's baseball like in uh korea richard so uh, actually, baseball is probably the most watched sport in Korea. Um, out of all the sports, we we have a national volleyball, ba- basketball, and soccer uh, league. But I think um, nationally, baseball is the most viewed. A lot of people enjoy um, watching baseball and drinking. Like I said, Korean people drink like fish. And so there's a lot of drinking culture inside the stadium too. So um, just to give like a short 
uh, like explanation of what the KBO Korean Baseball Organization is like is we have uh, 10 teams over here and uh, we only have one division. So it's not like where we have multiple teams all, all over in, in the States mm-hmm. with two divisions. And um, over here, I think we could say it's pretty equivalent to like the AAA because uh, in Korea, we have rules that three people can come out, three people from abroad can come over and, um, and one team can have three, um, three foreign players and two people can actually play in one game. So you have to actually oh, okay. choose. Yeah, you can't have the majority on. And, um, and uh, usually those players are players that are playing in the AAA. So um, like uh, Eric Thames used to play over here. And sure. uh, yep. he went back to uh, uh, the major league. And yep. um, so I think the most unique part about Korean baseball is that we have a very unique kind of like cheering culture. Um, the cheerleader actually leads the whole uh, audience to cheer and we every every single player will have like their own kind of chant song and people sing along and uh, drink drink beer uh, and I think the most different thing is that because Koreans always have something to eat with their their drinks um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a culture over here we always have like some kind of side dish when we drink so the food culture over here is very developed inside the stadium too. So you can have chicken and beer and uh, inside the stadium, you can have barbecue seats where you can actually have like live barbecue and you can, you know, barbecue your own stuff with drinking wow. while watching the baseball game. So hmm. yeah, those kind of stuff. That uh, we need to figure that out here in the USA, Joe, that'd be cool to do your, have a seat with a barbecue and some beer. That'd be awesome. Sounds perfect. So uh, can we guess what uh, Deho Lee song might be, Joe? I I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of like that Deho song. He was, he was, he was an instant fan favorite. You know, he was just, uh, he couldn't help but just, he was this big lovable teddy bear guy who could hit the ball a mile when he actually got a hold of it. And, um, pretty yep. animated in the clubhouse and uh, pretty comical characters you, as you got to meet him, didn't you, Steve? Yeah, I saw him down in spring training and got up close. And of course, he didn't speak a lot of English, but he had mastered all of our cuss words. He had that figured out. <laughs> that's, that's what you learn first. <laughs> yeah. And I think he plays for the, uh, for the Giants there. Uh, is that the Loti Giants? Yeah, he used, to, he used to play there. So that's like his return home kind of uh, gesture. Okay. Now uh, he's retired now. Okay. And I think he played a little bit in Japan as well. Uh, yeah, during that's, his career. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what a character. It's one of the things I love about baseball is all these just genuine characters that play the game. And he was a fan favorite in Seattle uh, instantly, and we were mm-hmm. sad to see him leave. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so you know, when going back to when you started off, uh, Richard, uh, with the Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales, were, were you a brewer there then at that brewery? Yes, yes, I was. Okay, and did you were you uh, trained in the U.S. as a brewer? Did you go to like Siebel or UC Davis? Uh- Actually, uh, 
one of one of, I, had, I had multiple teachers over there and I, I went into a very unique process is that um, I started learning how to brew very quickly so and um, I also had this potential of, as opening a business and so they I think they started having fun so they they gave me all kind of pitches and uh, and uh, I started uh, you know just knocking them down and um, and so they started having fun, you know, giving me more knowledge in brewing, and uh, I try to absorb as much as possible. And so um, I quickly got adjusted to how to brew, you know, how to how to design um, beers, you know, just the facility-wise and all that stuff. And um, I started like I I didn't go to any 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 schools, but my uh, my I had two great men mentors, um, which uh, Ron Jeffries. Uh, the, the head brewer of, of Jolly Pumpkin and uh, and Mike Hall, which is a, he's a he's a master brewer and um, of the IBD, and uh, I think he also taught Sam Calioni a long a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, so just out of the just having like technical and um, artisanal teaching kind of methods in both ways, I was blessed as uh, as a as a student. And um, so I learned uh, as much as possible, started my own business over here and they helped a lot. And uh, that's how I got here. Yeah. Well, Sam's done pretty well for himself. So he must've been a good teacher. Yeah. Um, and so Jolly Pumpkin Artisan Ales, right? And that's in uh, Michigan? Yes, Dexter, Michigan. Dexter. So while you were there, did you get to see any Tigers games or anything like that? Uh, unfortunately, like like uh, right now is that I'm mostly inside the brewery, because you know? sure. um, uh, more more compact kind of timeline uh, compared to other uh, like U.S. breweries who took a long time span to grow yeah. and uh, be successful. Yeah. Uh, we have to do it in a much shorter timeline. So uh, sure, yeah, it's so. that uh, return on investment, right? Getting paid paid back that initial capital outlay that's what it's all there's, about there's a lot of good breweries in the states and if i need to keep up i i have to <laughs> i have to make that extra effort <laughs> yeah sure uh, well well that's great and and uh when uh so when did you come back to korea have you been at the uh, playground brewery for what's it been two or three years or longer than that um i wasn't i was actually at uh at uh, Michigan for uh, about a year so I was okay. only there for about a year and then came back to Korea and then I opened um, Playground Brewery in 2000 in the mid of 2015 so okay yeah so you've been around for a while then uh, yeah a little bit so we're one of the first breweries uh, to open after the the laws changed uh, that really initiated the craft uh, culture in South Korea. Okay. And uh, yeah, we've been uh, we've been pushing uh, the beer culture, and uh, we were the one first ones to make the New England IPA. I think we are actually the first ones to make the New England IPA in Korea. Oh, and, congratulations! Uh, we actually are the first ones to have them in cans and shipped out uh, domestically, and. Uh, that came out to be a big uh, effect because there's a lot of New England IPs uh, that make, you know, awesome beers over here in Korea. So yeah, it's not pretty good. 
are you able to get any of your beer into any of the uh, the ballparks in the Korean baseball organization? Um, yeah, we've been trying to push that because uh, my my partner, uh, business partner, the CEO of Playground Brewery, he's a he's an avid fan of baseball. He's he pitches uh, um, in his um, social baseball team. Um, yeah, I think he can pitch about like eighty miles per hour or something like that. I think. 90 wow. miles per hour so something like yeah. that he's uh he's like almost like a semi you know amateur like uh baseball player and um uh yeah he loves baseball so we, we've been trying to push that in but there's still uh those uh still pretty difficult because ab and bev beers are you know domestically uh monopolized over here so we're we're at where us was about 10, 15 years ago. So I think we'll start making some chip-ins. Yeah. So we're still starved for baseball here, Joe and I and other baseball fans in the U.S. Joe, what's the latest you've heard on when they might get going? Well, I, I honestly haven't heard much in the last couple of days, Steve. It uh, sounds like the still in the player's court. Um, well, it's always about money. You know, they, yeah, it always comes down, it comes down to, down to that. Um, and so I'm, I'm still hopeful, you know, yeah, I've heard, I've heard extremes on both sides that there's, I've heard from sources that there's 0% chance the players are going to accept the deal. And I've heard that there's a hundred percent chance we're going to have at least, a, we're going to have some sort of a season. So, um, I'm, 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 uh, naturally a half full guy. So I'm sticking, I'm, I'm moving towards having a season. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so too. Um, and, uh, gosh, I, I guess maybe in the meantime, and, you know, Richard, we did, I don't know if you did Joe, but a couple of weeks ago, the MLB.com team, uh, actually traveled to Korea and couple covered a couple of Korean baseball games. And, uh, you know, those guys might be triple a caliber, but, uh, they play a great, uh, brand of baseball. It was a little bit weird not having a lot of uh, fans in the stands, but uh, the baseball that's played in Korea, I, I would certainly uh, pay to go watch, especially if I could crack open a can of your beer while I'm doing it. So yeah, that's that's that sounds pretty good. I mean, uh, one of the things that I, I I like doing when when a friend comes comes over abroad is actually going going to a baseball park because it's pretty fun. You know, it's. A, it's a unique kind of culture. Everybody gets uh, pretty, pretty heavily drunk over there after <laughs> after about. We our our target is to survive till the eighth inning. So uh, uh. at least the eighth inning. Um, so that's that's something that we usually say before going into the baseball park. It's like let's don't fall asleep by the sixth <laughs> inning. <laughs> that's a good so, goal. Yeah, that's a good goal. But we enjoy the playing, and um, right now. Um, you know, uh, is it safe? Is it what uh, T-Mobile Park over there? One of oh yeah. The, yeah, yes, yeah. One of, one of the most beautiful parks over there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, very pitcher friendly uh, kind of park over there. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, we have a similar similar team over here. Um, so the Daegu Lions Park for Samsung um, is noticeably one of the beautiful parks over here it's not actually pitcher friendly but um 
they have a very similar uh, kind of, they're in the same kind of position where Seattle is right now because they used to dominate the game and uh, they, they are in that transitional time right now. And yeah. uh, they're struggling a little bit and they're trying to get back to where they used to be. So, yeah, well, in Seattle, we're in our third decade of transitioning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's taken a while, but uh, we've got a good young core in, in Seattle and, and they should be a pretty decent team in a couple of years. Uh, who's your favorite team in the Korean league? Um, so my partner watches, uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, my business partner, um, Marcio is a big fan of Kia Tigers. Okay. Uh, and, I, and I used to watch, uh, the Samsung Lions. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, it, it's, they, they were two big rivals in the past. Um, their games used to be like the Yankees and, uh, Red Sox kind of like, sure. kind of, uh, rivalry. Yeah. And, um, people would get into big fights too. So, so yeah. that kind of stuff. And, uh, but right now it's, uh, because, um, Samsung isn't, uh, doing that well these days. Um, and Kia is actually doing a lot better. So it's, it's a different era these days. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was looking at some of the teams a couple of days ago, just in anticipation of our podcast today. And, uh, you know, the, the, what is it? The Doosan Bears. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Doosan Bears. And, and the Hanwha Eagles. Um, yeah. they, they've got some very interesting names for some of the, uh, uh, the ball teams. And uh, 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 Mike Gettle would have loved the fact that they have the LG Twins. Yeah. Uh, he's a big Twins fan uh, from yeah. uh, Minnesota. Uh, uh -huh. But... Uh, yeah, interesting teams, and, and I, I was very impressed with the quality of the baseball watching uh, last week. Uh, I hope they air a couple more of those Korean baseball games until uh, we get our season going. Cause it, I agree. It I think it's a, you know, it sounds like, obviously, with the, the experience that Richard describes for the fans in there sounds amazing. And you know, the players themselves, too, you talk about a good brand of baseball, Steve. It's well-played, uh, you know, well-coached uh, baseball, but then they also – they have fun, you know, there's, they're, they're, uh, as a, as a baseball lover, I can admit that, you know, one of the easy criticisms that maybe like a little bit stuffy, a little bit stodgy yeah. and some of those unwritten rules, as far as, you know, obviously you don't want to show, show the pitcher up and uh, show the, the other team up, that sort of thing. And I totally understand that, but in Korea, it's, it's not seen as that, you know, it's, it's seen as, Hey, if, if you get a hold of one and you hit it out of the ballpark, throw your bat and celebrate, bat flip. <laughs> have, have them sing your song. And, you know, yeah. uh, and so I, I, I really like that aspect of the Korean baseball that I've seen so far. Yeah. Let the kids play. Right. That's, that's yeah. the big, uh, big saying here in the U S. Yeah. Um, bat flipping. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, obviously I'm a little older than you guys and, and can remember playing baseball as a kid and, uh, Bat flips were usually a sign that you were going to get the next pitch right in your helmet's ear hole. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's changed a little bit and probably for the good, you know, just uh, uh, it, it is an emotional game and, and you got to let the emotions flow. Uh, we have a saying, Richard, in the U.S., uh, you know, we, when you watch a baseball game, or you're playing a game, you wish 
your teammates nothing but good hops. If that ball's hit to you, you want it to come right to your glove so you don't have to die for it and whatnot. And that's our wish to you today is nothing but good hops as you're making amazing beer. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my first, uh, I think I just got my sh first shipment of T90 Atinum. We're trying to use them in one of our commercial beers now. And uh, nothing but good hops. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, Richard, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure to connect all the way from uh, the Yakima Valley to Korea. Yeah. Uh, we've enjoyed getting to learn a little bit more about Korean baseball. And uh, looking forward to uh, next year's Fresh Hot Beer. And, and uh, you keep making great beer, and we'll do our best to uh, keep the hops coming your way. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I uh, hope to uh, visit your, uh, your facilities uh, within w whenever flights are getting <laughs> back to normal. We look forward to it. Let's, uh, let's plan on watching some baseball and maybe having a beer or two while you're over here. Sure. That sounds right. great. Thanks right. for joining us. Thanks and a lot, thank Richard. Thank you, Joe. Yep. Check in soon.